Hello, and welcome to the Wharton Fintech Podcast. I'm your host, Russell Matambo, and our guest today is Serene Dion. Serene is a group CEO of MTN Fintech, the largest mobile financial services platform in Africa, recently valued at $5.2 billion. The company operates five key verticals, mobile wallets, payments and e-commerce, bank tech, insure tech, and remittances. Under Serene's leadership, MTN's fintech offering has expanded to 16 countries, serving over 60 million customers, 1.5 million merchants, and transacts over $240 billion each year. Since 2009, Serene has held several leadership roles within the MTN group, including MTN Cote d'Ivoire, Chief Marketing Officer, and General Manager of MTN Mobile Money in the West and Central African region. He also currently serves on the board of various MTN Group companies and is a member of the MTN Group Executive Committee. Prior to joining MTN, Serene headed Orange Money Skills Center from 2008 to 2010, where he coordinated the launch of Orange Money in several of its affiliates. Serene holds a qualification in telecoms engineering from the French institution ENST Britannia. Join us as we explore Serene's passion for financial inclusion. MTN's ambition to scale Africa's largest fintech platform, the strategic importance of carving out MTN fintech and its partnership with MasterCard. Our conversation also highlights the value of talent and the impressive diversity and inclusion outcomes at MTN fintech and many more. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, Serene. Welcome to the podcast. Where are you calling in from today? Yeah. Hi. Good afternoon, Russell. I'm calling from Johannesburg. Oh, that's amazing. We're really excited to have you here today, Serene. Um, and to start with, can you give an overview of your career to date and how you ended up in fintech? No, thank you, Russell. So I, my career started um, in 1999. So um, I, I worked for a consultant company in France because I studied in France. And uh, when I ended my studying, I... Um, worked for a consult telecommunication consultant company, which was called Citicom. I think it doesn't exist anymore. It was booked by Devo team. But I worked um, for three years there to, um, you know, the, my role was to help companies and uh, telecommunications to uh, drive or to implement the telecommunication networks to inter interconnect the different sites, you know, that, it was those days where uh, we were modernizing telecommunication networks for companies and big telcos. So I did that for three years, and then I went back home because I'm Senegalese uh. and uh, worked for Orange in Senegal. So uh, and my role was to that time Orange was mainly um, a telco with uh, fixed lines and mobile. Uh, so my role was to create a new company called Te Sonatel Multimedia. She's what she was the name of Orange, Orange Multimedia after, and uh, to develop uh, internet and also yeah. enterprise uh, offers, which didn't exist at time. So I did that for uh, for three for two years, and that after that we had a license in Mali, uh, and I was part of the team that was. Um, in Mali to uh, build the new um, uh, telco operator called Orange Mali now and uh, worked there for like um, um, 
2004 to 2008 and then oh, 2007 and then Orange decided to get into mobile money, fintech, and it was called Orange Money. And um, Orange created what they called Orange Skill Center. And the role was to really design the strategy and uh, recruit teams centrally, which should help the affiliates to build their, their mobile money. And uh, I was heading that. And uh, I did that for a couple of years before I left to join MTN. And in MTN, I was based first in Ivory Coast, working for the operator as CMO and also at the same time driving mobile money for group. And it was only in 2013 that I was dedicated to my role that I'm still occupying now uh, to build uh, mobile money for MTN. That time, I think we had less than 5 million active customers and uh, less than 500,000 uh, you know, USD revenue in a yearly basis. And now we have more than 60 million active customers and almost $1 billion revenue. Wow, that's that's very impressive. Just diving into MTN now. Um, so for those who are less familiar, can you give a brief overview of MTN as a group and where MTN FinTech fits into MTN's overall strategy? Okay, great. We'll start with MTN. MTN is an African telco. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is the largest telco in Africa. It begins in South Africa in 1994. And uh, MTN Group is also listed in the join on the Johannesburg stock option. And today it is Africa Africa's largest telco telecom telecommunication provider, serving over uh, two hundred ninety two million subscribers in nineteen markets across Sub-Saharan Africa and the Middle East. So MTN Group has a market cap of every eleven billion as end of September. And also, really, the strategic priorities for MTN is to build the largest and most valuable platforms to drive industry-leading connectivity operations, create value, share value, and also accelerate portfolio transformation. And uh, really, one of MTN's key platform businesses and uh, is fintech, and uh, and which is having also significant potential growth, uh, you know, currently. And uh, it is called Momo within Africa. It's uh, a short for mobile money. And uh, really, MTN's group focus is uh, building platform businesses. Uh, to build platform businesses is uh, really what uh, uh, puts us also, because we want the fintech, MTN fintech business to be the largest fintech business in Africa. And for that, we needed to uh, really also transform the business to operate as a fintech. And it is why we are going through the structural separation that uh, you may heard about. And also, we're looking after strategic inf- uh, investors to help us to scale faster the business as we are very ambitious in terms of building the largest fintech business. Thank you for sharing that overview. Um, what I do recall is MTN is also one of the most well-known brands, not just in telecom, but across all industry across Africa. Uh, and I believe this recognition and, and brand trust, I think, lends itself very well to the fintech business. Can you help us understand what mobile money means? 
So I think in an international context, you know, mobile money in the form that it shows up in Africa looks different. So people have Venmo, people have Cash App. Um, these are very different to, to mobile money. So maybe can you talk us through sort of the technology so solution, how it works, what kind of services you're able to provide? Can I come back, Russell, to where you start when you said MTN is the most known brand? Of course. So I just tried to, to say that MTN is the most loved brand in, the brand in Africa. I love Not it. only the most known, <laughs> but the most proud I love brand it. in Africa. Uh, and we are very proud for that. And uh, mobile money is very different from what we call um, fintech in the Western world. Uh, I, I would say that the services that are offered are almost the same. Uh -huh. So with mobile money, you have a wallet. I guess you know a couple of wallets across the Western world. Uh -huh. um, and with your wallet, you are able to put money in your account. Uh, one of the main differences is that we have agents uh -huh. across our footprint that help customers to put money in their wallet. When you want to put money in your wallet, in the Western world, you transfer money from your bank account to your wallet. What we do, but uh, the main source of uh, getting money in the wallet is people, they go to agents physically and give to them money uh, so that they put it in their wallet. This is one of the, the first difference. And uh, the services you can, you have access to, you can transfer money to someone else, you can pay your bills, you can pay merchants, you can get a loan, you can send money abroad, you can get insurance. So, and, uh, you know, it's, I think these are services that are offered by wallets in the Western world. Uh, but one of the main differences, the second one is the channel, the access to the channel. So uh, in the Western world, most of the wallets, people, they, to access to the wallet, they download an app and from the app, they can start transacting. So as, even as we have an app, but as you know, most of our transactions are still within USSD. It means that any type of phone can have access to the service from, you know, the f future phone, 2G phone, 3G phone, and uh, everyone can have access because USSD uh, is accessible from any phone. So I think those are the main differences. Uh, first of all, the access channel, uh, which is USSD, even if we offer app, and the second one, which is also the fact that people, they put money into their wallet by uh, going physically and meet with an agent and do a physical transaction. That's very clear. Thank you so much, Siri. Um, and to that point about access, and I think it's a really phenomenal point that you that you highlight that any phone can access mobile money, and especially in the African context, this is particularly important. Um, the World Bank estimates that 45% of sub-Saharan African population remains unbanked today. But for me, the second step to that is, you know, being able to provide African consumers with the financial tools to transact more effectively on a, on a global stage. So this could mean sort of cross-border payments. So if you want to order something from China or the US, you know, being able to receive your payments if you export something, um, access to credit to support life's major decisions. So whether you buy a home, you want to go to school, um, I think that's the next layer of, of service above, you know, uh, basic access. To what extent do you envision that fintech businesses will help bridge both the access gap and the service gap uh, for the African consumer? 
Okay, so for for maybe we'll start with the access gap. Mm -hmm. So uh, today, as you know, uh, mobile phones are penetration of mobile phones in Africa is very high. Mm -hmm. So that means that most of people they have a phone, and with how we design mobile money is whoever has a phone and have a sim has a sim card can get access to mobile money. That means that. Anyone who has a phone and using the phone can open a mobile money account. And uh, that, that, that uh, widen really is uh, helping us to, for everyone to be able to get access to, to mobile money and then to financial services. That is the first point. The second point on the service gap is that, uh, you know, maybe I will take just one minute to uh, explain to you our strategy. Okay. So, um, as you know, we started this business as a wallet business. And when we launched in the first countries, what was available was only the wallet and people were able to open a wallet, put money into their wallet, transfer money to someone else, buy airtime, or uh, make a payment, paying the electricity bills, water bills. Um, but later on, we uh, launched, uh, added new services. And what we did is that we, we had a stop and we talked about uh, our customers and what services they would need in the next five, 10 years. And we came back with uh, you know, five verticals that we think that would help us to address all our customer needs in the coming years. The first one is the wallet that we had already. Mm -hmm. And the second one is payment. Because we think that payment, uh, you know, in our world, informal merchants, SMEs are driving the economy and making sure that all of them are able to accept the mobile money as a mean of payment is something that uh, we worked and we did today. For example, as MTN, we have more than 1.5 million merchants accepting mobile money as a mean of payment. Wow. And we are targeting to have 5 million by end of 2025. That means that we want people, when they have money in their wallet, to be able to, to pay anything using their wallet. And uh, uh, this is a second vertical, which is combined with e-commerce. It's payment and e-commerce. So we have also more formal merchants, but for them to have access to customers is very, access to customers sometimes is very limited. So we offer to them a new channel by helping them to, uh, to sell their product and services using our e-commerce platform. So that means that what we wanted is, first of all, our merchants to be able to accept mobile money as a mean of payment, but also to provide to them additional channels, which is our e-commerce channel. And the third one is lending. You know, as you know, you talked about it, credit, um, access to credit is very difficult in Africa. And formal credit is very difficult uh, and the access is limited because, you know, to get credit from banks, you need a lot of paperwork and to get approval is quite difficult. And also, you know that also credit is very underpenetrated in Africa. We say we think that uh, less than 5% of credit needs are only served today. And there is a big potential. It is why as a telecommunication also, or the telecommunication background we have, the mobile money, we have a lot of data from our customers and uh, we design a, um, 
uh, uh, what we call unsecured uh, loan. Uh, by using the data from customers, we can score the customers and be able to know who is eligible to get a loan and who is most likely to pay. And then it is how we uh, offer loans to our customers. And um, last year, we disbursed more than 1.5 billion US dollars to our customers as loans. And it is a very scaled business currently, but we think that the potential is huge and we'll be able to do much more in the coming years by uh, give, giving access to credit to more people and also to increase the limit of uh, 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 the average loan. Today, it's around $20 because people with $20, they can start a business. But we think that the more we go, the more we'll be able to give uh, uh, you know, uh, higher, higher loans to our customers. And uh, the fourth one is ins insurance, insurtech. So uh, we partnered with Sunlam. So Sunlam is uh, the largest insurance company in Africa, as we are the largest telecommunication in Africa. And we partner to, we think that we can, with Sunlam's skills in terms of uh, knowledge of product of services, uh, uh, of insurance and MTN access of customers and, you know, financial services, we can together uh, build the largest insurtech uh, company in Africa in the coming years and we have started that. We've launched in a couple of countries, five countries and we'll be continuing launching to other markets and drive uh, InsurTech across the continent. And the fifth one is international remittance. As you know, sending money to Africa or from Africa is very complicated, is not easy and is very expensive. As a Zimbabwean living in Philadelphia, you may know about it. But uh, we think that the assets we have as MTN, mobile money, and uh, we are able to disrupt the uh, really uh, remittance uh, game for Africa. Uh -huh. The first thing that we did is that today, if you send money using any of the money transfer operators from the US or in Europe, from Europe, you can send money directly to people's wallets. And uh, we are integrated to most of them, and people can choose to send directly to wallets, which is a big uh, innovation because before people would need to go to a shop, uh, you know, particular shop to withdraw the money. Sometimes you don't have cash, they don't have cash, you need to come back, but now it goes to your wallet, and you can decide to use from your wallet to make a payment, to buy something, or to go and withdraw it. And we have around 1.5 million agents across our footprints, which help really to facilitate remittance. And also sending money within Africa. In all countries where we are, uh, you can send money to, uh, as you know, the three uh, countries where, uh, or five countries where uh, really, uh, which have more uh, um, commercial uh, flow within that country, within that country and uh, we are increasing more and more the number of corridors we have. So, and to, to do it, it's uh, uh, as easy as sending money locally. So, which help also to uh, improve uh, the customer experience and for them to be able to do that. So, it is why I think that, uh, you know, we've uh, bridged a gap in terms of services that we are offering to our customers. They can open a wallet, uh, they can make a payment to almost any merchants, and the merchants also are able to uh, sell their product and services or goods through our e-commerce platform. 
and uh, they can have access to credit, they can have access to insurance, uh, and also they are able to send money abroad or receive, ma receive money from abroad. We think that uh, uh, we are today implementing all those five verticals, uh, you know, in parallel, but all of them will converge single financial service platform we think that will be uh, we want it to be the uh, a financial service platform of choice of uh, any african so uh, and also within the separation we are going through we in some countries now and we'll do it in all our countries uh, we are uh, allowing anyone uh, to to open a wallet with us uh, as a, you were an MTN or non-MTN customer. That also is uh, an innovation that uh, we brought in and uh, will continue also. You know, we are seeing ourselves as an OTT and uh, serving all customers across Africa. That is amazing and very inspirational, uh, Serene. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you've left me with a lot of threads to pull up, but I'm, I'm going to be selective here. So the first one I'm very curious about is so you offered $1.5 billion in loans um, over the last years, which, which is a phenomenal number, especially given that you average amount $20 per loan. So this is impacting a lot of people. Just to understand how this is delivered, is this credit uh, held on your books? Do you partner with another financial services company? Um, how do you hold that balance? So we partner with banks for that. So it's not in our books. So you know that uh, uh, banks, they have a lot of cash. Yeah. And uh, so it is also beneficial for them to be able to uh, use, uh, to work with us, to be able to extend loans to customers. And within the technology we have, scoring our customers to be able to know about them and to be able to offer unsecured loan to our customers. And uh, it is very beneficial for them. So we use the... Uh, their funds, but also their licenses. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And the other point I wanted to pull on was uh, the international remittances. And I, and I think this is a phenomenal business, uh, especially for the African context, where sending money outside of any country's border, whether it is within Africa, whether it is globally, um, is has always been a challenge. So hearing that you're breaking down those barriers and, and making it as easy as transferring money within your country. I think this is a very phenomenal um, business. I'm curious, so perhaps firstly, if you can tell us the footprint, um, the entire footprint of MTN FinTech, uh, how many countries you cover, but also would love to hear some of the corridors that you have um, where this seamless transfer is possible. Yes, yeah, so we, we as MTN FinTech, we are operating in 16 markets. So uh, I can, it's South Africa, Zambia, Iswatini, Nigeria, Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, uh, Benin, Guinea-Conakry, Liberia, Guinea-Bissau, Cameroon, Congo, Brazzaville, Sudan, Uganda, Rwanda, and South Sudan. So uh, uh, this is, these are the 16 countries where, where we are operating. So, uh, and in terms of, uh, uh, you know, covering, I, I would say that anyone in the U.S. today can send money to uh, directly to our wallets. Oh, wow. Because we have a lot of uh, money transfer operators 
who are operating in the U.S. sending money to Africa, and send, uh, that sends money directly to to our wallets. Okay. And I would say the same for Europe. Uh, all the major money transfer operators from Europe can terminate transfer money into our wallets. So now when it comes to Africa, uh, sending money from one country to another, I would say that in all countries where we are operating, we can send money to other countries where we are operating if regulation allow us to do so. Okay. And also in some countries, let me give you the example of, uh, uh, for example, Eastern Africa. We are in Uganda, but MTN is not in Kenya. But we've partnered with Safaricom so that if you are in Kenya having Safaricom wallet, M-Pesa, you can send money to a customer in MTN Uganda or MTN Mobile Money Uganda customer can send money to M-Pesa. So we did that also in most of our countries. When we are on the, on the other side, we can send directly to MTN. But if we are not, we uh, look at partners and we partner with them so that our customers can send money still to those countries where we are not, we do not have presence. And overall, we have around 228 uh, or more than uh, corridors. It evolves every day. Wow. Wow. That, that is a um, really impressive development. You also mentioned that your goal at MTN FinTech is to build the largest FinTech in Africa by 2025. Can you help us understand how do you measure that? Is that by market cap? Is that by customer base, transaction value? What metrics do you use to, to measure that goal? By the way, we think that we are already the largest one. But by 2025, we want to be by far the largest one. Undisputed. And how we measure it is the number of active customers using our platform across our footprint. So that is one of the key KPIs that we use. And also, we don't want to have customers only but we want to have the largest ecosystem as well. Uh, and on that, having the larger, largest merchant uh, network is very important. So as I said, we want to have 5 million merchants by end of 2025 as well. So uh, uh, that is also uh, uh, the second KPI. And also the transaction value. Uh -huh. uh, you know, the amount of transactions that our platform is processing every year is something that we are using also as a KPI. So these are the three main KPIs that we use uh, to measure our success. And by 2025, we want to uh, have uh, 100 million active users, 5 million merchants, and more than 700 uh, billion USD uh, transaction value process through our platform. Thank you. That's, that's really helpful to understand the scale at which you operate it. Just moving to growth strategy here. So one of the key strategic initiatives that you've already mentioned and, you know, that, you know, you have mentioned in, in your annual financial statements um, is decoupling the fintech business from the telecom business. And in your words, was the structural separation of the two. Can you tell us about the strategic importance of this move? So the so separation is important. I think um, the first objective was to allows the fintech business to be able to perform as a fintech. Perfect. Uh, you know, to be very agile. You know, fintechs, uh, go, they go very fast in terms of deploying product and services. They're very agile. And we wanted to bring that speed uh, uh, on, uh, of, uh, on 
uh, bringing products and services into the markets and also that agility to our fintech business. Perfect. It is why we think that separating it and having a separate governance would help to do that. That is the first one. The second one is also to be able to attract fintech talents because sometimes they don't want to uh, work with a telco or to know that they work for a proper fintech is important and uh, talents is very important to be successful, to be successful on you know uh, getting where we want to be. And the third one is to reveal value is also to be able by separating the business to attract strategic investors that would help us to scale our business. As you know, we've uh, communicated on our partnership with uh, Mastercard, and uh, which has two legs. One is a commercial partnership, which will help us to accelerate some of our verticals like payment and e-commerce and international remittance. But also, they're investing into the fintech business. That helps also overall to reveal value of uh, for MTN overall. You know, it was uh, they're investing uh, within a market valuation of 5.2 billion for the fintech business. While, as I told you, that MTN market cap was 11 billion by end of September. So you could see that MTN is uh, really underrated. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so uh, that also helped people to understand uh, uh, so the, uh, you know, uh, the potential within MTN by revealing the value for the fintech business. Wow. I, I hadn't put those numbers together, but now that you have put them together, you know, there is substantial value that was um, held within the group. And as you separate them, I think we'll start to see more of that value, that financial value show up in, in the markets. As we talk about strategic partnerships, and this is obviously a critical area for growth and success of uh, most fintech businesses. Can you talk us through your overall partnership strategy and what you're looking for in strategic partners? So what we are looking for in strategic partnership is to get partners who can uh, who have different skills that we have, that uh, have technology, that have also reach that we do not have, and can help us to really. Uh, you, as I mentioned, we are very ambitious when it comes to where we want to be by end of 2025 and even further. So, and uh, it's obvious that doing everything ourselves is not the way to go and would not bring us to where we want to be. It is why partnering with a strategic partnership help us. And if you take the example of MasterCard, they have solid experience in payment, e-commerce, international remittance, and we think that the partnership will help us to accelerate uh, or to scale faster those verticals. So uh, this is really what we are looking for, uh, you know, uh, to be, uh, but we we do have also, uh, you know, as MTN uh, or fintech, we position ourselves as a platform business. So that means that we are open to every single partner. Uh, for example, we have what we call our open API platform, where it is called Momo dot uh, Developer dot com. You can go there and you can download our APIs. Uh, develop your services. Uh, there is a sandbox there. You can test it, integrate, it works, and then you can, uh, from the platform, ask for 
uh, you know, real integration and you sign contracts and in a couple of days you're on. And uh, for us, that is very important because it opens us as a platform and help us to partner with anyone because the number of customers we have, the number of merchants we have, we think that we can facilitate access to those assets to uh, other partners. They can be fintechs, they can be banks, they can be, you know, uh, development companies or whatever. So they can, uh, and it is how we position ourselves. We really position ourselves as a platform business uh, rather than a service provider. And uh, that is really important for us. That's very clear. Thank you. Now I'd like to shift gears to more leadership and, and more of your personal uh, experiences over the last uh, over the last you know few years. Serene, you're one of the early movers into African fintech. As you mentioned, you started very early in Orange, and you know started in fintech before it it was what we know it to be now. Can you talk us through some of your key personal milestones along that journey? I think also there is uh, one needs to have uh, to believe on uh, on purpose and to uh, I think very earlier in the end of uh, 2000 uh, early 2000 uh, you know 2006 seven uh, I, I had a firm belief that uh, uh, mobile money or fintech would be uh, um, you know the biggest era of growth for telecommunication companies. And it is what shifted to really uh, um, work on fintech within the telcos. And I believe that also the telecommunication companies uh, did and still have the assets to become the largest fintech uh, providers across Africa. And it is why I started my journey in, in Orange, uh, you know, uh, building, uh, designing the strategy, and uh, also launching in the first countries that Orange had launched uh, Orange Money. And after that, I moved to MTN. And uh, uh, I think that MTN also has uh, uh, the, la- the biggest potential to build the largest fintech platform in Africa, and also being the largest African telecommunication uh, operator also is very important, and I believe that MTN has the uh, biggest potential uh, to to really realize what uh, is my uh, you know my purpose is really to drive financial inclusion to include financially uh, the uh, you know largest portion of African and uh, beyond uh, people getting account. I think that financial services can help us to give dignity to the uh, biggest portion of African because if you have access to financial services, you can get a credit uh, to build your business and then you can start saving and then you can become uh, financially independent. And for me, that last part is the most important because when you become financially independent, it is when you have your dignity. You can really take care of your family, uh, take care of plan for the future of your family and this is what we want to deliver or for what we want every African to get access to. That is very um, inspirational, Serene. And thank you so much for sharing details about your personal mission, your mission at MTN Fintech and 
And, you know, just seeing the progress and the scale of the business, I, I trust that this is something that you will definitely deliver upon. You know, MTN FinTech is not only me. You know, we have uh, a lot of brilliant African, non-African people working within MTN FinTech to really drive our FinTech business and to bring it to where it is. I have early starters who started with me, uh, you know, way, uh, you know, from 2009 and have people who joined recently. But uh, we all we all have a common uh, goal, which is, you know, driving financial um, uh, services and financial inclusion in Africa and build the largest fintech business and also to uh, really, as I said, give dignity to uh, more and more Africans. And uh, really, we have brilliant people uh, within the team. And uh, I would say the best talent in fintech, you know, you have them within the team. So it's not only serving, but it's a really a team uh, of uh, people, brilliant people uh, who are dedicated and who have the same purpose. That is, that is very good to understand and to learn about the team effort. Um, and I've interacted with, with a few team members um, at MTN FinTech, and I think the level of professionalism is very high. At, on this point, perhaps I want to turn into your organization a little bit. Uh, how do you, as an organization, think about inclusion, empowerment, and belonging within your workforce? Yes, so uh, I think we, uh, today, if you look at our um as a the, the fintech team you would see that uh i think women inclusion is uh, gender balance is something very important for us right. and you have women um uh more than 50 percent of our workforce are women and they're occupying also uh, senior positions within the team right. so i think that is very important for us and to make sure that we empower black women, uh, and we think that uh, you have brilliant women out there. And uh, when you when we look at recruiting a position, we try to get first of all a black women, mm-hmm. and uh, you know before we look after uh, something someone else. So uh, that is very important and very high in our agenda. And so far, it's going quite well because I think uh, around fifty five percent of the fintech team is uh, composed by women. Well, so that is, is that is very important for us. That is actually very impressive. And just on that note, so for listeners who might be interested in joining MTN Fintech, are you hiring and what qualities do you look for? So we are hiring and we are hiring at group level, but also within the operations because we have... Uh, uh, teams at group level, but we have teams in every single operation. Uh-huh. So uh, we communicate our when we hire in all different uh, social media networks and uh, uh, and also into uh, from MTN dot com. Also, you can people can find the positions. We are I would say we okay. are hiring on technology on distribution. Uh, I mean, on different also verticals that I talked about. So uh, uh, we look after, you know, good people and also most importantly, people who have the same purpose as us, who want to achieve the same goals as we are running at. That's helpful to know. 
Now, just as we close out, uh, we usually like to get to know our guests a little bit better. And we would end with a fun question. What's a fun fact about you that most people wouldn't know? Um, I'm, I don't know if it is fun or not, but um, I like to play soccer. Oh, wow. What's your position? Uh, I'm playing forward, number 10 or on the 11 or on the yeah. wings. So, um, uh, and I'm not a bad player. So, uh, <laughs> and I, I try to play still now every week, every Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I think that is also uh, something that I like to continue doing. Uh, whenever I'm not traveling, uh, yeah. I try to play soccer, and uh, I like playing soccer. So, and uh, when I play soccer, it helps me also to you know forget about uh, sometime you know professional activities and uh, just uh, you know play and enjoy. So I really have fun when I play soccer. And also, I'm a family person, so spend a lot of time with uh, my wife. With, uh, I have five kids. Wow. So, uh, so also, uh, it is something that, uh, you know, I enjoy doing now, sharing experience with them, talking to them. You know, we are very different from kids nowadays and uh, just understanding how they live, how they operate, and trying to also talk to them you know, for them to understand life also is something important for me. Wow, that's really helpful. And uh, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, a, I think playing soccer is a very fun activity and, and it's really great to learn about you and your uh, family life. Serene, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you about the industry, about MTN FinTech, about your personal life and views to leadership. Um, I'm really excited to publish this episode and uh, appreciate your time. Thank you very much, uh, Russell, for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Wharton Fintech Podcast. If you like the show, then please show us some love on social media or consider leaving a review. It means a lot to us and helps spread the word to more listeners. If you want more content from our Fintech community, you can subscribe to our podcast and find us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and Medium at Wharton Fintech. There you will find interviews, articles, videos, and much more analyzing all aspects of the industry. As always, special thanks to our editor, Rafael Ostria. Signing off until next time, I'm your host, Russell Matambo.